0: Apparently, almost seven people in ten would vote to remain in the European Union if they had the say right now here in Northern Ireland, as opposed to Boris's deal for Brexit. Uh, Let me speak to Bill White from Lucid Talk. Bill, good morning. Good morning, Frank. The suggestion being that DUP voters are coming round to staying in the European Union being better than dealing with Boris.
1: Yes, uh, that's uh, that's the way it's looking, Frank. We asked um, three scenarios we um, uh, in our our recent poll: Um, Boris Johnson. You have just said Boris Johnson's deal versus Remain. Which one would we choose if there was a referendum? Boris Johnson's deal versus no deal if there's a referendum, and then Remain versus no deal. So the key one, obviously, that's live at the moment is Boris Johnson's deal. And if you look at the Boris Johnson's deal versus Remain. Uh, at DUP voters only, there is a swing towards Remain. People are people who voted Leave into DUP voters who voted Leave in two thousand and sixteen. There's a section of them um, are saying, "Well, look, you know, if this is going to be the choice, I'd much rather Remain altogether in the European Union rather than accept Boris's Boris Johnson's deal." About. Fifteen percent of DUP voters voted uh, leave in two. Or sorry, voted remain in two thousand and sixteen. That has gone up to about twenty nine percent of DUP voters. Now the, the largest section above that, forty two percent, would still want to leave the EU even on Boris's deal. But it's certainly a movement in DUP voters, and then overall unionist voters certainly. Um, the largest section is 43% remain. This is unionist voters altogether. UUP voters, TUV voters, you know the whole general unionist family. 43% would vote remain, to only 37% would vote leave uh, on the terms of Boris Johnson's deal. So yes, there's certainly a swing to remain.
0: Is there a suggestion? Is there a suggestion? I just I think your, your line went down. You're still with me there, Bill, yeah. Yeah, still here, yes. Okay, yeah. Sorry, sorry, Bill. Um, Is there a suggestion uh, in relation uh, to what you're saying, Bill, that while the DUP may not, the leadership may not need to do a a U-turn, there might be some reversing up the road just to get another lane to drive down?
1: Yeah, that's a very good way of putting it, Frank. I mean, you can see the movements just in the, you know, very clever politicians. Of course, these people have a lot of clever politicians of all parties, I should say, but uh, you could see the sort of slight movement towards we're defending the Union more than the European Union. The Union is the key thing. And uh, you see certain uh, sort of uh, manoeuvring to maybe, maybe not to go to completely towards a remain party, which some pundits have been saying are commentators, but uh, certainly there certainly seems to be change there in their policy to accommodate that, you know, Boris's deal is certainly the one that is least favoured uh, in terms of, of of unionism, certainly even compared to last year where we did a similar poll with Theresa May's deal, to use that term. That was certainly, unions were against that as well, but there's even more uh, opposition to uh, Boris Johnson's deal uh, among the unionist population. So uh, I should say nationalist population, national Republican voters, are similar to before, you know, they are overwhelmingly remain compared to Boris Johnson's day but if it's Boris Johnson's day versus no day they're overwhelmingly for Boris Johnson's day both the uh, National Republican voters and also Alliance uh, Green uh, neutral voters to use that term now, the
0: European uh, Union uh, leaders, Donald uh, Tusk in particular, has uh, is telling us that the uh, Brexit extension is being agreed until the 31st of January. So the EU leaders agreeing to that Brexit extension 31st of January, uh, just announced, uh, with the option for the UK to leave earlier if a deal can be uh, ratified. I, th- I think that's what a lot of people expected, wasn't it?
1: Yeah, I think it was. That's just been announced, Frank, as you say. So obviously that's news to me, but I think that's what everybody was expecting. Uh, the three-month extension, the Flexi extension, I think is what they they call it. So as you just said there, if the UK agrees uh, terms to leave earlier, they can uh, they can leave. But obviously the big question now is how is that going to impact, I suppose, the vote today in the House of Commons in terms of the possible uh, election in early December. So it'll be interesting to see, you know, the outcome of that. Um, one other point we did ask, Frank, I don't want to jump ahead just in terms of you were asking about it, but we did also ask uh, the various voter bases, or Northern Ireland as a whole, but uh, also within the various voter bases, what they thought of the tactics of Sinn Féin and the DUP and the main parties involved in Brexit since 2016. The most interesting thing that came to come out of that was, yes, from the DUP voter base, there's support, as you would expect, for their party leadership, as there always is, there's a great loyalty there. But well, there's a section of DUP voters who um, disagree with the statement that the DUP has handled things well. Since 2016, there's about 20 to 30% disagree with that, and some strongly disagree. So even though they're backing the DUP now, in terms of this um, critical situation they're in with Boris Johnson's deal, when you ask them, well, how do you think things have gone since 2016, vis-a-vis the DUP tactics, and there's a section of it. a third of DUP voters are not that enthusiastic in terms of saying that they think the DUP have performed particularly well or used the correct tactics was the question, you know. So that's uh, that we find that quite interesting as well.
0: Did you find out from this poll whether or not people think Sinn Féin are playing the ball properly?
1: Yes, that was much more stronger. They uh, certainly, from the National Republican side of things, they felt uh, you know their voter base uh, did support their tactics. Um, there's been no. We did poll a couple of years back about Sinn Féin taking their seats in Westminster. That doesn't seem to have any impact at all. Um, at that time, two years ago, when we polled on that, there was overwhelming support for Sinn Féin's position of not taking their seats in Westminster. So. Um, Uh, No, So so there's certainly good support among the, the Sinn Féin and Republican voter base for Sinn Féin's tactics. It was just interesting. There's a little bit of a split of opinion on the DEP side, a little bit of doubt there about the DUP tactics. Obviously when you ask the DUP voter base what do you think of Sinn Fein's tactics and vice versa, I don't think you need a poster to tell you that most that both sides think the other side are not following the correct tactics. But the interesting outcome is, you know, what each voter base thinks of their own parties and their own communities tactics in terms of the Brexit uh, negotiations, Frank.
0: So, finally, Bill, let's presume there is going to be a general election very, very soon. Um, how many MPs will come from each party? Uh, you're the pundit. You, you're the, the pollster. Uh, give, give us the results now.
1: <laughs> oh, my goodness. No, I didn't expect that question. Frank. <laughs> um, I frank. I will say just a bit of advertising. We will be running a 18 constituency seat poll um, as when We know when the date of the election is, probably a few weeks before the election just to get a feel for it. Sir, Anyway, we ran that. Uh, we ran our seat analysis, the 18 seat analysis poll in August. Uh, we only spotted one change, or we forecast one change, which was um, possibly Alliance winning South Belfast. The DUP are under pressure, as you would expect in North Belfast, but our model did predict that Nigel Dodds would still hold that seat. South um, uh, Antrim. Certainly, very tight we had between the and Alliance, who are also pulling very strongly there. North Down, Sylvia Herman to hold the seat for Maliseet Run, still narrowly Sinn Fein. Uh, but those obviously are the forecast. A lot depends on Westminster elections. It's difficult for to Frank, until we know who the candidates are. Um, we did that poll in August as an example before. For example, Claire Hanna declared that she would be running, or not herself, but the SDLP nominated. Claire Hanna is the, the candidate in South Belfast, and she's a very strong candidate in her own right, her own sort of name, Claire Hanna, as opposed just to the SDLP, Claire Hanna. So a lot depends on candidates. You know, if Sylvia Herman decides not to run in North Down, I mean, the whole situation changes completely in North Down. So we really have to wait to see what the candidates are, whether you know, we do end up having unionist pacts, regardless of what Steve Aiken has uh, initially said. I mean, that may all change as you move closer to the election. So, it's still all up for grabs. I prefer, yeah, I'll take that question as a third question after... We know all the candidates, uh, Frank, uh, for each constituency, <laughs> if,
0: uh, if, if you don't mind. Phil, that's absolutely A-OK. Okay. Uh, thank you very much indeed. If people do want to read about it in more detail, the Lucid Talk poll that you've just done, um, steer them in the direction that the anoraks, those who want to follow it line by line, where they can study it.
1: Yeah, sure oh, am sure it will be on our website. Uh, from tomorrow. Um, there's a little bit of publicity. Some of the press are doing that today, so we allow them to have their go at that. It was in the Sunday Times yesterday and the Belfast Telegraph. So it will be up online. As you say, all the tables, all the details. You can see the age group analysis, the community analysis, uh, the voter analysis, who voted women and leave in 2016 and how they're voting now. Um, I should say, Frank, sorry, just for a minute, we did actually ask a question as well. Do you believe Brexit makes it more likely or less likely that Northern Ireland will vote to become part of United Ireland the next 10 years? And that actually has certainly shown a change as well in that you know, even with the unionist community, they believe Brexit is stirring up that debate. And indeed, in the Northern Ireland-wide results, 65%, obviously, which must include a section of unionists, think it's more likely that Northern Ireland will become part of the United Ireland in, within 10 years or in 10 years' time. Because of Brexit, but again, and you know all those results plus the results that we've just covered—they'll all be online on the Lucetop website from uh, from tomorrow.
0: Lovely job, Bill. Thank you. The professional commentary from the pollsters. Some of you, of course, have full faith in the pollsters. Others don't, but I'll tell you, uh, it is very well worth following. This is the U105 phone in. Oh.